Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ذلك مبلغهم من العلم إن ربك هو أعلم بمن ضل عن سبيله وهو أعلم وهو أعلم بمن اهتدى ولله ما في السماوات وما في الأرض ليجزي الذين أساءوا بما عملوا ويجزي الذين أحسنوا بالحسنى الذين يجتنبون كبائر الإثم والفواحش إلا اللمم إن ربك واسع المغفرة إن ربك واسع المغفرة هو أعلم بكم إذ أنشأكم من الأرض وإذ أنتم أجنة وإذ أنتم أجنة في بطون أمهاتكم فلا تزكوا أنفسكم هو أعلم بمن اتقى أفرأيت الذي تولى وأعطى قليلا وأكدى أعنده علم الغيب فهو يرى أم لم ينبأ بما في صحف موسى وإبراهيم الذي وفى ألا تزر وازرة وزر أخرى وأن ليس للإنسان إلا ما سعى وأن سعيه سوف يرى ثم يجزاه الجزاء الأوفى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على رسول الكريم والحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد الشاكرين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمي وحل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Dear brothers and sisters wherever you might be and uh, may Allah عز وجل reward us all uh, for tonight's session and for all these sessions that we have been using on the tafsir of the Quran based on the sequence of revelation uh, i uh, i always remind me and ourselves that we have selected this way of uh, reading the quran and trying to understand the context uh, during which it was revealed so that we can uh, uh, understand the path uh, that muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the sahaba may allah be pleased with them took based on the uh, detailed and immediate guidance of the Quran uh, and so we have started with Surah uh, Al-Alaq Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq 
uh, and then we talked about Surat Al-Qalam, Surat Al-Muzzammil, Surat Al-Muddaffar, these are the few, the earlier Surahs, Al-Fatiha, Al-Masad, and so on. And then lately we talked about Surat Al-Kafirun, Al-Ma'un, Al-Qul Huwa Allahu Ahad, Surat Al-Samad, Surat Al-Falaq, and Surat Al-Nas. And now we are doing Surat Al-Najm. We have been doing Surat Al-Najm for a few sessions now. I think this is session number five in our uh, series. And Surat Al-Najm, uh, it is one of the surahs that has the fast ayat, ayat which are very, very short, precise, like uh, starting with Najm Ida Hawa, one ayah, Madallah Sahibukum wa Maghawa, another ayah, wa Mayantuku an Hawa. Throughout the whole surah, there are probably uh, one. Uh, two ayat which are longer than one uh, uh, short line but the rest of them are uh, uh, very short it's, so it's, it's like uh, pounding 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 uh, issues uh, are serious which are discussed in this surah and there are some milestones which I talked about uh, right from the very beginning when Allah started the surah with, by making the oath and we said look this is how the people of Mecca at the time and the people of Arabia and the entire world, they use different ways of guidance. And each and every one of these ways that use it, they use as guidance or as something to guide them in their life is collapsing and will collapse and can collapse and cannot be eternal. Anything that not based on what the Huda, the guidance from Allah Azza wa Jal will not survive. Even the, the, the star, which is the biggest or the biggest or the largest of all things that can provide guidance, can collapse. And it will collapse. On the contrary, the Prophet will never lose his path, will never lose his way. Uh, and today even, uh, look, we have seen how communism collapsed. We are seeing capitalism today is collapsing in front of our own eyes. Nothing remains permanent except Allah Azza wa Jal. So this was one milestone right from the very beginning. Another milestone that Allah Azza wa Jal explicitly used the names of the gods or the idols that the people of Mecca used to worship. And this used to be like a red line today. In today's life, there are many issues. Quite often they would say, oh, look, this is a red line. Don't go there. You cannot talk about this. Like in countries with tyrants, you can talk about anything, you can do any type of uh, uh, criticism, if you will. But once it comes to the king or the president or the uh, emir or whoever, uh, that's a red line. Stay there. Allah Azza wa Jal showed the, the Sahaba uh, through this surah. There are no red lines in Islam. In Quran, there are no uh, red lines. Not Allah, not Al-Uzza, not Manafa Thalitha Al-Ukhra. They all can be criticized, can be attacked, can be shown to be false. No red lines in Islam. That's uh, a milestone. In in fact, that milestone, Allah Azza wa Jal followed this, أَرَأَيْتُمْ لَاتَ وَالْعُزَّةِ إِنْ هِيَ إِلَّا أَسْمَاءٌ سَمَّيْتُمُوهَ أَنْتُمْ وَأَبَاءُكُمْ Mere names, you call them names. You made the idol an idol. You made the king a king. You give him the word majesty. The, the uh, president, you give him the uh, greatness, like in, in uh, the Arab Fakhama, the greatness, the highness, the whatever. These are names that you give 
to to these things to to make them prestigious big no big things in front of Allah Azza wa Jal in here illa asma'un samaytumuha antum wa aba'ukum you and your parents gave them names ma anzal Allah biha min sultan Allah did not authorize these names these tyrants these rulers these idols so nothing can be uh, uh, can be tolerated or can be saved if you will vis-a-vis uh, 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 -vis the guidance that comes from Allah Azza wa Jal and today we will move into the next ayat that uh, last time I stopped at ayah number 28 which says they actually have no knowledge they only follow their best guess now even the best guess by the way is partially knowledge somebody says let's say according to the best of my estimate this medicine can cure you up to 90%. That's best guess. That's one. So a one, a one or the best guess is one level below al-ilm. Al-ilm is certainty. Al-ilm is certainty. When we say that ilm in uh, the Islamic terminology, ilm is the certain knowledge. And certain knowledge must have a certain proof. Must have a certain evidence. Must, cannot be if and buts cannot be 99.99 or what we call it five nines cannot be it has to be absolutely certain so here Allah when he's talking look when it comes to malaika you are talking about malaika that they are uh, females uh, that Allah has daughters uh, and we have sons uh, the angels can uh, can uh, save us on the day of judgment what is your ilm? what is your knowledge what is your evidence? What is the evidence beyond any doubt, not a shadow of a doubt? Absolutely, absolute knowledge. Absolute knowledge is required whenever you talk about aqidah, about faith, about iman, about something that you really can bet your life on. Something that can you bet that I will, if I do this, Allah Azza wa Jal will, will grant me Jannah. Allah will support me. I need knowledge. I need something certain. No ifs and buts. So here the, the ayah is uh, uh, criticizing those. They don't have knowledge. Now, it doesn't mean they don't have a clue. They could have a clue, two clues, three clues. Somebody has told them. They read it somewhere. You got it from somewhere. Somebody told you, especially in, today in science. I went to my labs. I did some experiments. I did some benchmarks. I got some results. I have something that I can uh, uh, show and demonstrate. But if you ask me, are you certain? Absolutely, I would say, no, no, absolutely certain. To the best of my knowledge, to the best of the results that I was able to obtain within the environment I was able to create, within the ingredients I was able to use in my experiments, based on all of these, I can testify that this is going to work. Beyond that, I don't know. So my knowledge is not complete. So when you say, they don't have the complete certain knowledge. here. They only follow the best guess, which is called The translation, which is the best guess, cannot be a substitute for Al-Haq. Al-Haq, which is the, Al-Haq is defined as the uh, idea 
idea which matches its reality as is. Because al-haq, when I say al-haq, that on the day of judgment, everyone will be treated fair by Allah Azza wa Jal. This is haq. How do I know it's haq? The idea, I understand it, the way it comes from the Quran, I can easily understand that this is what it says. Number two, it's Allah Azza wa Jal who says that. Number three, number three, it is revealed in the Quran that Allah Azza wa Jal revealed to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which I can testify to its absolute truth. So it's al-haq. So when I say al-haq, it has to be an absolute truth, an idea that has absolute solid proof, an idea that can co uh, can match its reality one-to-one exactly. It fits the reality as it's described. So which means الظن, the best guess cannot establish the absolute truth and facts now what's the consequence these guys are not following al-haq they are just making guesses they are just making things up in order to achieve certain goals like today in, in politics in the politics of the world today uh, sometimes they tell you about the vast amount of wealth being produced economy is going to grow and people are going to 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 live fair life uh, poverty is going to be exterminated uh, racism is going to go come on tell me uh, give, give me a clue give me give me give me an evidence show me something that i can rely on this is just type of thoughts you are throwing around in order to deceive me so i can continue following your steps and waiting for the results that you will never uh, bring uh, uh, to me. فأعرض. That's why Allah Azza wa Jal is telling now Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and is telling us and telling Abu Bakr at the time and telling Umar at the time and telling Ali at the time. See, that's what I said, Quran as revealed. I want to see who received this ayah, how they perceived it, how they uh, uh, how it was inculcated in their minds and how it reflected on their behavior in, the, in, in, in that society and therefore how it would impact me today when I read this let go don't follow stay away uh, 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 be uh, do not be part of all of these synonyms A'rad means uh, uh, look aside uh, stay away, walk away, don't get close, uh, uh, don't intermingle with, do not believe, do not trust, all of these issues, about whom, get away from whom, uh, stay away from whom, um, uh, don't listen to whom, uh, turn your back against whom, uh, do not listen or obey whom, means, he turned his back and ran. This is the word tawalla. Tawalla, it means there is something that you are proposing. There is a proposal on the, on, on, on the table. There is an idea. Or there is an issue in front of you and some people. Here comes someone that you really were expecting that you need him to be part of this issue, part of this deal. Tawalla, he turned his back. And he walked away. And with the word tawalla, it implies 
the quick working walking away so he's not really he's not even considering you at all he's not paying attention at all he's just leaving he does not want anything to do besides his current life besides besides the, the the luxuries he has besides the 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 the, the leisure he is living living in besides the emotions the lifestyle the extravaganza the 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 prestige that he's enjoying he wants this the current life with all now most likely about the bright part of it the ones that he's making it good in this life so that this type of people that really are so obsessed with this life and so much indulged in their lively affairs and they don't want to be to be distracted not a single bit about this life not by an ayah a dhikr now the word dear allah azawajal said tawalla an dhikrina he uh, uh, he did not mention the whole islam uh, the quran the sunnah or, although it does imply the dhikr it means quran sunnah islam but using the word dhikr it means even to remember to get to your brain to your mind to your thought for a second that what muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is presenting is worthy of listening to is worthy of uh, discussing worthy of thinking about worthy of considering at least let's look at it let's see what this guy has to, to say let's no 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 turns his back leave don't want to listen and only he's interested and in in uh, uh, encompassed with uh, with his lifestyle with his affairs with his leisure etc in fact this reminds us of uh, uh, abu jahl at the time when uh, in surah sad uh, when it was revealed later on when we talk about it uh, he comes to the people now not only himself he finds them they are listening to muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam they want to listen to what this man has to say maybe after all maybe he has the truth after all his god may be uh, better than ours so let's give it let's give it a try so comes and says imshu move get out leave wasbiru ala alihatikum just go and stick to your gods don't listen to this man so he's not only uh, running away himself but he's pushing the people aside so don't even listen he, he knows that when these people listen maybe maybe they don't have that type of lifestyle that they are keen about so let's listen to the, to this dhikr now prophet allah is telling the prophet وسلم, and therefore to the to the muslims don't even uh, 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 don't even try with these guys. Arab, just let him go. He is running away. Leave him. Leave him. He doesn't want to listen to you. Forget it. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve your attention because he is not providing our dhikr, not a single second of his life, not a single moment of his life to pay attention to what is it that we are saying. And that's exactly what we are facing today. Sometimes, you you, uh, uh, you cry out you use the, the the loudest of your voice you talk you discuss you explain 
uh, you come from here, you give a pamphlet, you make uh, a session, you make a conference, you make a talk. And those who are really interested in some life interest, some, some current interest, they would say just stay away. If you follow these guys or listen to them, they might actually attract you. So don't even listen because the dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal, the Islam, now the dhikr, in this case, the entire Islam, including the Quran, the Sunnah, the Hadith, the, the Islam, this is the, to remember, to get out of your memory the fact that there is yet a God behind this world and he has a messenger and a message and, and all of this. If you listen to this message, it has lots of attractions. As they used to say in the in Mecca, this is sihr. It has magic. It, the magic means it can impact you. It means it can really bring you down to your senses. So you start listening. So just leave. Tawalla. Tawalla and dhikrana. Doesn't want even to remember. Doesn't want to listen. Doesn't want to be under the in, uh, within the atmosphere that can impact him because it's dangerous. We have seen this. I have seen it in my life a lot. Sometimes they know, many people, they know. Once they listen, they cannot deny it. There, is, there are facts of what we are talking. There are facts about the aqidah, about the iman, about the faith, about the system of Islam, about the organization of Islam, about the justice in Islam, about the power of the Islamic khilafah and the state and, uh, and laws. There is lots of power. So the best, your best chance don't listen. Don't come close. Stay away. Stay away from this guy. Stay away from him. He can impact you. At the same point, Allah Azza wa is pointing uh, us to say, do the same for them. Let go. You turn your back. It doesn't say tawalla anhum or run away. Just Look aside. أعرض عمن تولى عن ذكرنا ولم يرد إلا الحياة الدنيا. ذلك مبلغهم من العلم. أي نمبر ثري. This is the best they can arrive at. That's the best of knowledge they can they have. So ذلك مبلغهم من العلم. That's what they the the only thing they can they are good at is their dunya. They want their dunya. They want this life. They want the leisure in this life. They want to be to enjoy, as and this becomes, uh, I remember one uh, person uh, at one point was giving a, a khutbah speech. He said, look, these guys, they, they turned everything in this world to joy. You have to enjoy everything. And he was making this uh, joke. He said, look, uh, you are traveling uh, uh, in an airplane going from Washington, D.C. to London. It's about seven uh, uh, hours flight. And usually flight travel is, is, is tiresome. It's tiresome. You, you need to get rest. You they will tell you, enjoy your flight. Enjoy your torture. Enjoy the fact that you are traveling. Enjoy whatever, everything you do, enjoy. They don't say, pay attention to what Allah Azza wa Jal wants you to, to do with the money that you, were, uh, you, you earn. Say, enjoy your wealth as long as it lasts. Enjoy the money you have before it's gone or evaporates, before the inflation eats it away. Use it. So this is 
مبلغهم من العلم ذلك مبلغهم من العلم that's exactly the end of the ends that they can reach in this in their uh, in their mindset in the way they think إن ربك هو أعلم بمن ضل عن سبيله وهو أعلم بمن اهتدى here Allah عز وجل is getting back getting us back to the first ayah Allah knows Allah knows better who is uh, uh, who's lost who loses the path to Allah عز وجل and he knows وهو أعلم بمن اهتدى and he knows the one who has the complete guidance as I said reminding us والنجم إلى هوا ما ضل صاحبكم وما غوى your صاحب your your صاحب who is Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم never went astray he is not astray he is on the right path and here is again says look don't argue with us about who is on the on on the correct path Allah knows better so if you follow the path of Allah عز وجل that means you are on the, on, the, on the path of guidance if you lose the path of Allah Azza wa Jal, you deny your tawalla you run away you don't even want to listen how could it be possible that you are guided you are not you are not guided this is stating a fact Allah Azza wa Jal, so it becomes a, a very general guidance for us and then ayah 31 he says وَلِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ ليجزي الذين أساءوا بما عملوا ويجزي الذين يجزي الذين أحسنوا بالحسنة to Allah عز وجل belongs the heavens and the earth everything in this world in this world in this world because they are they are thinking that they want الحياة الدنيا said, but listen الحياة الدنيا I, it's mine I have it I have it ولله ما في السماوات والأرض to Allah belongs whatever in the in the heavens وما في الأرض and whatever is in this earth ليجزي الذين أساءوا so that he can reward and it's it's a, it's a it's a sarcastic way of saying to reward the ones who are doing bad deeds with a similar deeds with whatever they do he doesn't even say with the what is he going to reward them with but the word reward whenever you are saying you want to reward someone who is astray who is bad who is a criminal that means you are going to give him something equivalent to what he is doing and that's jaza because most of the time the word yadziya it is mostly mostly referred to al-khayr to something good but whenever it applies to the uh, people who are not doing the correct deeds it means it's a, a, a sarcastic way that Allah is humiliating them saying I will give you a jaza but your jaza is going to be a punishment your jaza is going to be a punishment and when it talks about أحسن, the one who are doing the best of the deeds Allah will reward them with the best means with the best so he in this case he said what exactly he's going to reward the mu'mineen the believers the ones who are on the correct path but for the kuffar he did not elaborate he just say i will treat you based on what you deserve based on what you have done and by the way this ayah 31 is uh, uh, another emphasis of an ayah before when allah said to allah belongs the next life and this current one the current one which has the the the, the dunya and in this ayah that was ayah number 24 in ayah 31 here he 
he's elaborating on the issue of the dunya. Why? Because those people, that person that Allah is referring to, that entity, if I say, who's when you bring the dhikr in front of him, he's, he runs away. Tawalla an dhikrina wala tuta fa'arad amman tawalla an dhikrina walam yurid illa al-hayat al-dunya. He says, oh, uh, uh, I, I'm not interested in your deen. I'm not interested in your God. I'm not interested in this Islam of yours. Forget about it. I am too busy collecting money. I'm busy with my woman, with my womanizing. I'm busy. I'm good with my alcohol, with my drinks. I have so many slaves. Come on, forget it. Don't even distract me. I want my life. Okay, you want your life? Fine. Let me tell you something. Here he says, this life that you really interested in, this life that you really running away from the dhikr, from the reality, from Islam, from the Quran, from the Prophet, from the justice, from the haqq, you are running away from that for this dunya, but this dunya belongs to me. This dunya is mine. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, you don't, what are you running to? You are running from Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to the dunya. You are running from me back to me. You are running from my Quran, from my dhikr. And you say, I want to, to stick to my life. But I own all of this that you are enjoying. To Allah belongs all in this. You are your satellites. You go over uh, and you make these big uh, satellite stations. You are observing the entire world and you think that you are king of the kings. But all of this, all of this is functioning only with the laws of gravity that Allah Azza wa created. You are functioning within the space that Allah Azza wa made it usable. At any point of time, he can reverse that. It's not yours. You are in my domain. Allah Azza says, look, wherever you want to run, you are in my domain. Remember that. Remember, you are still in my domain. And therefore, I can, I can reward you and I can get back to you based on your own deeds. What you think you can. Based on what you think you can do. Based on what you think you can achieve. Based on what you think you can acquire and use and monopolize and uh, utilize uh, and uh, uh, oppress other people with. I can get back to you exactly with the work or uh, 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 in exchange of the work you, you can do because it's mine. Remember, it's mine. Look, uh, let me give this simple example or explanation. Uh, you have, let's say, a big garden or big farm or big piece of land. There are many houses, many places that belong to you. And someone... Uh, in your uh, within in your office, let's say, arguing with you and say, ah, oh, forget it. I'm not going to stay with you. And then he insults you. He doesn't care about you. And he runs away and he moves to another room in your palace, seeking to sleep and to have comfort away from you. So where are you going? You are back to me. You are back to my domain. This is simple in this life. But Allah Azza wa Jal, his domain is much greater. He says, ما في السماوات وما في الأرض. All that's in the heavens. It's mine. The air is mine. The sun is mine. The stars is mine. I, I made them. And I made them the way they are so that you can utilize them. I made the earth. I made the earth possible to grow the trees and the grasses and the flowers that you can enjoy. And the grapes. 
that you can uh, squeeze and make wine out of and uh, make all types of crops. It's mine. I made it. I'm the one who created the earth. I'm the one who created within, inside this earth, because even inside the ground, those minerals, that the, the, the roots of the grapes and the trees and the, uh, all of these gardens, they go down with these roots to grasp the minerals and the uh, nutritions to make the best of the best of the fruits. I made them. It's not you who made them. I did. I did. It's mine. وَلِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ لِيَجْزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا Those who make إِسَاءَ means make bad deeds. Corruption. The ones who cause corruption. Look, this ayah gives me big comfort. It gave comfort to Abu Bakr and to Ali and to Muad and to Al-Arqam and to all of these young men at the time. Give them, look, Allah Azza wa is saying those who are making the bad deeds, who are stopping against Islam, who are running away from Islam, who are running away to their lives, Allah Azza wa He is going to get them exactly based on what they do. And Allah does not oppress people. He's not making it up. He says, look, I, I know what you are doing. You are running away. Okay. I will get you. You are hurting my uh, servants. I will get you. You are making life so difficult to uh, Ammar and Yasser and Sumayya and Bilal. I'm going to get you. I will get you. And those who are doing the good deeds, الذين أحسنوا أحسن means they make the best of the best. There is a hadith about Ahsan. When Jibreel came in the form of a man and he asked the Prophet وسلم, about Ahsan and Islam and Iman. He, but about Ahsan, is, it's really once you start worshipping Allah جل, as if he is looking, uh, you are looking at him or he is looking at you at any point of time, you are, you are generating the best of the best from, from, uh, from your actions. Bil husna, I will give you the best. I will reward you if you do the best. I will reward you with the best according to the standards of Allah I am doing the best according to my standard. What's my standard of the best? Oh, the standard of Abu Bakr radiallahu to donate all his wealth at one point of time. And when he was asked, what did you leave to your family? He said, I left Allah and his men. That's the best. Umar radiallahu came and he brought his, half his wealth. That's the best of his ability, what he could, could do. But the, that's the standard, our standards as people. My standard is that uh, I, will, uh, I will move out of my bed, out of my luxury life at any point of time to come to the aid of a Muslim woman or child or older man who needs my help. I will stand up against the tyrant at any point of time with any cost that it, uh, uh, I can pay. That's my standard. Your standard could be more. But the standards of Allah Azza wa Jal, nobody knows. Because Allah owns the heavens and the earth and this life and the hereafter. He owns everything. So Al-Husna with Allah Azza wa is beyond even my imagination. It's the best based on the standards of Allah Azza wa Jal. وَلِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ لِيَجْزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا بِمَا عَمِلُوا وَيَجْزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا بِالْحُسْنَى الَّذِينَ Who are they now? Now I get, I, I got interested. Now, the ayah got me interested. Oh, am I one of them? Does it apply to me? Is it something beyond my ability? 
to work with a husna so that I receive the, the, the best of the best from Allah Azza wa Jal. What is it? Here Allah Azza wa Jal does not keep it vague for us. Now he keeps it for the kuffar, for the ones who run away, the ones who don't want, who don't care about the husna of Allah Azza wa Jal. He just said, I will just equate whatever you have done with based on whatever you have done. Period. خلاص. No more talk. I am here uh, focusing on those people who are carrying the dhikr, on the people who are trying the best to get this Islam up and running again. Those focusing on those who are trying to penetrate the darknesses of Jahiliya at the time of Abu Jahl, and the Jahiliya of America, and the Jahiliya of Britain, and the Jahiliya of Russia, the capitalism, the democracy, the socialism, all of these isms, and the nationalism, those who are really focusing on these issues, they are, they are absolutely devout to these things. I want to focus on them. I want to make sure that they understand that they are within the realm and the scope and the dimensions of being able to receive Al-Husna from Allah Azza wa Jal. Ayah 32, Allatheena yajtanibuna kabair al-ithm. Those who stay away from the big sins. The big sins, it means the sins that you really, you as a human, once you do it, you know that you have done something beyond the tolerance. Even you do not tolerate it. I know it's, 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 it's something big. I shouldn't have done that. Al-Ithm, Kabair Al-Ithm. Al-Ithm could be uh, 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 something like uh, skipping uh, uh, a sadaqah for someone that absolutely needs it. Uh, skipping uh, a time a good time to spend with uh, uh, with your parents when they need you. It's big. I, you know it within yourself. It's something that's big. Something, an ithim that Allah Azza wa Jal, in fact, uh, uh, someone, when Imam Jafar was asked about this, he wrote ayat from the Quran where it says, الَّذِينَ لَا يَشْهَدُونَ الزُّورِ You do not uh, uh, witness uh, Falsely, you do not have, you do not make a false witness. You don't stand up for something uh, riba, and they don't practice riba. And there are many ayats in the Quran that shows those big things, which really that Allah Azza wa Jal defines in the Quran that you don't do them. Muslims, mu'mins, believers, believers in Allah Azza wa Jal don't do that. You don't steal. You don't uh, uh, make. Uh, uh, talk in obscenity about people with some some bad talk. You don't bad mouth. You don't uh, uh, you don't say off something bad to your parents, to your mother, to your father, and so on. There are so many. So I'm not going to count them all. You stay away from kabair al ithm. You stay from al fawahish. Al fawahish. It's also an ithm. Fawahish means something nasty, something nasty, something dirty. Al fawahisha. Al-Fahsha is something, something, it's a sin, it's a bad thing that carries some dirt, some something bad within it, like a zina, adultery, it's Fahsha. Uh, the uh, uh, gambling, wasting your money for nothing, that's Fahsha. Allah Azza wa Jal calls many, many items. Fahsha means it's something, uh, uh, it's bad, it's wrong, it's ithim. But it's ugly. 
it's internally inherently it carries some negativity within it. Illa lemon. When he says, just relax. Illa lemon. So lemon means is occasional. It doesn't mean small because Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about something big, the big ones, the ethem, something that Allah Azza wa Jal uh, tells you don't do it. It's ethem. It's haram. It's you should not do that. Illa lemon. Lemon. It means this word illa lemon. Something occasional. It falls from your daily schedule of your uh, of your good deeds of your practices of avoiding the all of the, the the bad things occasionally you may skip your 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 uh, your mental process that tells you don't do that because it's haram you can uh, skip that uh, once in a while occasional unintentional uh, unplanned uh, you have not gathered your forces to do that that's all of this means a lemon uh, so how do i know that this ethem is part of lemon that's uh, uh, that does not that does not uh, deprive you from receiving al-husna from allah azza wa jal you know that when you say you know i i don't even know how i got in there i don't know how i got in in a position where i had uh, uh, to sit with people who were let's say uh, drinking alcohol did not plan it, did not think about it, did not even think it's going to happen. It just happened. And once I uh, remember that, recollected myself, I, I walk away. The fact that I did, that's already ethem. But that's lemon. Lemon, occasional. It does not happen by plan. Like you are not planning a whole week or a whole month to attract uh, a lady uh, uh, to meet with her and go with her somewhere and then have some uh, uh, illegal action and you then you say a lemon that's not lemon that's plan that's plan that's uh, 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 something that you are doing with all your intention with your all your work and you have worked for that and you had all the time to walk away but still uh, uh, you continue to do that that's not lemon that's not lemon. that's from fawahish that's fawahish that's something the bad ugly deeds that's not lemon a lemon a lemon as I as, uh, uh, explained in many places in the tafsir, these are uh, uh, some mufassirin, they said these are small sins. Actually, there are no small or big. Once Allah Azza wa Jal says it's haram, it's haram. Once you say don't do it, you don't do it. This is period. Ithim is an ithim. But then it depends on how you approach that ithim, how you get in there in the first place. Let's say uh, if you find yourself in a position uh, to where, where you are, let's say, purchasing something, uh, and out of a sudden you purchased uh, some change of money, let's say, came back to you, which is more than you deserve, and you, you walked away with it. And after you walked away, you say, oh, what, what, what happened? How did I walk away with money which is not mine? You start now going back in order to get it back. But the fact that you did at the very beginning, that's wrong. It's wrong. You you did it. You did something wrong. You you took it. You you knew it's not yours, but you you walked away. That's ethem, but that's lemon. That's lemon. Allah Azza wa Jal, He is making this exception. Illa lemon. Inna Rabbaka wasi'ul maghfira. Allah Azza wa Jal, His maghfira is absolutely wide. Allah Azza wa Jal is not here. Is not. I mean, building all these 
domains of universe, skies, heavens, uh, earth, people, animals, plants, trees. He's not making all of these in order to watch you with an uh, uh, with a closed eye all the time, just to catch you doing something wrong, no matter what it is. Uh, grab him to me, oh malaika angels, grab him to me. Write his deeds on me, and uh, uh, I, I will punish him either in this life or in the hereafter. That's not how Allah Azza wa Jal works. That's what he says about himself. He says, I am wasu al-maghfir. I have my forgiveness so abundant. Wasu means abundant, means large, means wide, means big, means enough to include anyone who looks for maghfir. Inna rabbaka wasu al-maghfir. That's one. Also, huwa a'lamu bikum. And he knows you. So he knows really what's good for you, what's bad for you, what your reality is. And then he reminds us one more time. It's a reminder for us and for those who run away for the hayat dunya. He's saying, He knows you exactly. He exactly knows who am I. After all, He first brought you out of earth, out of this ground, from the time of Adam, السلام, from, from uh, clay. He brought you from this earth. That's number number two. And at the time when the when the birth, when the generation of the humans now start, Allah made it through this uh, marriage and uh, and carriage. You get married, and the woman uh, carry the baby in in the wombs uh, of the mother. A jinnah, you you are uh, uh, fetus inside the 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 wombs of the of your mothers. I know you. I know even when you were there. I know you when you were in the ground. I know at the time when Adam was created from clay, I did that. So I know how humans came into this life. I know what exactly this human. And then at the end of the day, do not claim purity for yourself. mean claim purity. I claim I am absolutely good. I'm fine. Don't do that. Claim, claim the attempt to be pure. Claim the uh, striving. You strive to be pure, to be good, to work al-husna, to stay away from al-kaba'ir, the big sins, to stay away from al-fawahish, the, uh, the uh, ugly, dirty sins. Claim that you are working very hard to stay away from these. Stay working with the best of the best. That's what you can claim. But do not claim that you have achieved it. And that is Allah Azza wa Jal is telling us, look, be humble. After all, I'm the one who is going to reward. It's up to me. So you always humble yourself. Humble yourself. No matter how much work you do. In fact, this reminds me of Umar radiallahu anhu. When uh, in, in one statement he says, even on the day of judgment, if one of my feet one foot gets in Jannah, I will not be certain that I will, my second foot will follow. I always need the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal. I hope and I pray always that Allah Azza wa Jal will push me to the, to, the, to, the, to the last step. That's humble. That's humble. And Umar radiallahu in his ability and his work, in his strife to please Allah Azza wa Jal and to be on the right path is beyond our own imaginations. Beyond the imagination, 
that a, a man, a human, a regular human, especially a strong one like Omar, uh, uh, will will have this uh, uh, depth of strife to be to be close to Allah Azza and then he says, "I'm not sure." That's humbleness. That's what Allah Azza says. You don't have to. Uh, in fact, the word to to purify is not necessarily the the the, the, the proper translation. To zakki, sometimes you say, "Do not promote." yourself uh, and let me bring an example in from arabic let's say somebody wants to come and ask the marriage of uh, my daughter somebody i didn't know or maybe i knew but not very much then i will say is there someone who can promote you can recommend you who can give you a high recommendation someone can talk on your behalf that i am uh, that you are good, you are you are worth it, you deserve it, you are nice, you are muttaqi, you have taqwa, you have uh, uh, good morals, you are uh, good uh, behavior, and so on. I need someone who can talk on your behalf. Here it says, فَلَا تُزَكُّ أَنفُسَكُمْ says, do not promote yourself, whether promote my own self or promote my brother. It, it, it applies both. So I'm not going to say, oh, this brother, Faizan, he's, mashaAllah uh, uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, uh, he may Allah reward him. He's he has been doing all of these tafsir. He has been doing all of these sessions. He has organizing all uh, go, uh, works and him and his wife they have done all of this. Uh, I really promote them to the highest position uh, uh, for Allah says you don't need Abu Talha's recommendation. Abu Talha's recommendation does not count for Allah Allah knows better. You, you need my dua, yes, I can make dua for you. May Allah accept your deed. But I'm not going to promote the act as if they have been accepted by Allah That is just to put us on the, on, uh, uh, on within the, 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 the real scope of how, how Allah wants to treat us and how he wants us to treat ourselves. And then coming back in Ayah 33, Allah keeps coming back to this entity, to this entity that runs away. In Ayah 29 says, The one who runs away from our dhikr, just leave him. Here in this Ayah 33, he comes back, Go back to him. Have you seen? Did, did, did you notice this guy who, ran, who, who, who turned his back? Uh, against uh, Islam, against the da'wah, against... Uh, uh, just look at that, inspect him, see him. This afara'ayta, this is used quite often in the Quran, afara'ayta alladhi yanha abdan ita salla. Have you seen the one who uh, uh, tries to stop the person who is praying to Allah Azza wa Jal? It's not that, uh, have you seen him? It's pointing a finger at. When Allah says, afara'ayta alladhi... I'm pointing a finger, observe him, check his status. Look at the one who's running away. He gave something, he gave a little bit. Uh, here the ayah doesn't say what did he give. He gave a little bit. He felt tired, he felt exhausted. He doesn't want to give anymore. He felt why should I? Uh, the example 
you need to pay something for the, the, the cause of Islam and the cause of the growth of the da'wah, the cause of the creation of the state, the cause of the unific unification of the ummah. You have some time. But then you say, you know, I'm tired. I can't give anymore. I should pay attention to, to my own life. You know what? I'm a professor. I have some research to do. I'm a little bit behind in my... I'd rather spend the time on my research. Although, although I could do both. But if I do both, I will be tired. I will feel exhausted. So here it says, you see the one who run away simply because he gets, he's exhausted, he feels tired. In the tafsir, they refer to a certain person who once accepted Islam with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam a little bit, he gave out of his, from his life, from his time, from his wealth, a little bit to Islam. And then he felt tired, exhausted, somebody uh, uh, somebody fooled him or uh, grabbed him back to the kufr and so he just walked away, tawalla, he tawalla. But the ayah is very general. The ayah is, very, the ayah is talking about anyone, anyone who could have been on the right path, could have been close, very close, to being the one of the people who do the husna, and then he skips he leaves after he had given some time he had given some attention he had given he paid some uh, effort to understand the liquor and to be part of it but then he felt exhausted it applies to the one also in our da'wah in the da'wah that we carry it does apply i start with this da'wah i want to uh, with all my strength I want to build the Islamic State, the Islamic Khilafah, to unite the Ummah, to bring Islam back to the highest level, to revive this Ummah, to unite it, to uh, liberate Muslims from whatever they are, uh, miseries they are in. And I uh, gave my time, gave some... Uh, now, when it says Qalil, a little bit, Qalil, it means less than what is expected. No matter how much I give, once I run away, it's Qalil, it's, it's little. Probably now, until now, Maybe I have thought that I have given oh so much. I have given money, I have given wealth, I have given time, I have given thoughts, I have given uh, uh, effort, all of this I have, I have given. Maybe I have uh, I've given so much, but once I run away or I stop or I feel exhausted, all of this seems to be so little. Allah Azza wa Jal says it's little. That's why in the previous ayah it says, Do not promote as if you have done all oh, the best of the best and, and you are beyond the, the, the even uh, the accountability. Don't do that. Because at the time when you run away, when you leave what you are doing, when you leave this da'wah, when you leave this Islam, if you leave Islam, or you could leave the da'wah and remain within the scope of Islam, or leave the work for the da'wah, you stay officially part of it, but practically you just uh, sit aside. Once you do that, then everything that you have done would seem little, would seem little, no longer is visible as something big. The word akda for those who know the Arabic is from the word kada'a. Kada'a means he got tired. He worked up himself uh, to the limit. Uh, in fact, uh, there is the word kadb. Al-kadb in Arabic means attab. The, the, the tiredness and the exhaustion. Uh, we say that someone has got so weak out of the kid that he had done in his life 
out of the hard work or hardships that he had faced in his uh, in his life so now he stops he cannot he cannot go on so this is allah is giving this example this is as a as if a person has uh, given something he has he was part of this issue of this khair of this good things about islam but then he says okay i'm no longer going to do that that's we, we have to watch for that i'm talking about especially about the ones who are in the da'wah because it's very hard it's very hard and the at the time and the waiting is even harder it's not the events or the effort is hard the hard sometimes uh, or the challenges it's the waiting uh, for this eventual time of victory to see the fruits of your work it's very hard it's very hard on the soul it's very hard even on the body on the brain but that should not be a reason to tawalla to leave to run away to walk away it's not a reason don't be like allah is is pointing a finger a finger pay attention to this saying pay attention the one who walks away after he has given something and then he quit this person doesn't know where he's going does he know the ghayb why is he doing that what knowledge he has why does he think that this way is better for him does he know does he know things that you guys you don't know of course not so he sees things beyond what you see so now i'm going to enjoy my life and maybe also i enjoy the hereafter he would think that oh, yeah, i'll be okay with allah as they said uh, uh, earlier we have some angels who are going to help us with uh, uh, with this issue and uh, sorry stating that this guy this type of person is not basing his decision on anything solid he doesn't have knowledge or maybe in fact at least if he doesn't want to know what's what's in the quran and by muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam if that's not enough for him this issue that no one knows al-ghayb no one knows how allah is going to treat the people based on what type of deeds uh, that they are going to receive al-husna this is this was written previously in the suh of musa on the on the letters and the and the, and the pages that were given to musa السلام, and to ibrahim because in uh, Previous surah Allah says Suhuf Ibrahim wa Musa. The Suhuf means the books of Ibrahim and Musa. Here, Suhuf Musa, the books of Musa, and also Ibrahim Alladhi Wafa. When Allah talks about Ibrahim, He gives him the, the, uh, the this type, whatever He deserves. He gives him the characteristic. Ibrahim, the one who fulfilled His promises and fulfilled his uh, 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 commitment to Allah Azza wa Jal. and what's in there what's written there in those books of Ibrahim and Musa as much as it is in the Quran in this current decade there is very well stated that you are going to carry your own wizard no one is going to carry the sins of you no one is going to uh, uh, to uh, to be punished on your behalf 
no one is going to to allow you to make you rewarded if Allah Azza wa Jal doesn't want you to be rewarded. That's what has been stated in the past. That's what's stated in the Quran. That's how it's the law of Allah Azza wa Jal. That every every soul is going to be responsible for its own deeds from uh, day one until the end. No one is going to share uh, his uh, sins or his bad work or his uh, trouble. In fact, that's why some of the Mufassirin, because of this ayah, they said this was talking about a person who uh, was about to be in Islam or he was, uh, became a Muslim. But then somebody came and told him, look, uh, this deen is no good for you. Uh, why don't, let's go and have fun. Let's go have women, drink. Let's enjoy our life. He said, well, but who's going to save me from Jahannam? And that person told him, you know what? I will sign you a letter saying that I'm going to carry your sins on your behalf and I will show you show it to God on the day of judgment. So I will be responsible for it. But that's uh, that story, whether it's, uh, it's correct or not, it's not uh, certain. But the idea here, the idea is uh, what is it that could cause someone to uh, uh, to leave? What is it? Do you think do you think that uh, someone is going to carry your sins on your behalf? Do you have a knowledge? Uh, why? Because I cannot, as if I'm saying, you know what? Look, you are almost there. You have been a Muslim. You have went to Hajj. You have to do Psalm. You do Ramadan. You have you do Dawah. You stood up for the tyrant. You went actually to jail sometimes for a few years. You've done lots of things. What is happening to you? What's happening to you? Why are you uh, walking away? Why are you not uh, completing this uh, 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 this path of da'wah? I can't understand. Do you really, do you have something that I don't know? Do you have something about uh, ghaib that you are really, your place in Jannah is already secure? Or maybe Jahannam is, uh, is not going to, to eat you up? Tell me. Or maybe, maybe uh, you have not even read about all types of, books about uh, from Islam from all from all the prophets Musa Ibrahim Isa uh, whoever they all state that look you are responsible for your own deeds you are going to be you are going to be responsible for your acts from day one until the end you don't have half ways you say oh I I I, I walked uh, 70% of the path the last 30% I let it for someone else. Let someone else continue on my behalf. No one is going to continue. People can, will continue, but not on your behalf, on their own behalf. Everyone is responsible for his own deeds, for his own work. Al-Wizr, Al-Wizr in Arabic says Al-Hamil. Al-Wizr means is the the, uh, the weight or the package or baggage, my baggage, my something I carry on my back, my my baggage. It's It's my baggage. No one is going to carry your baggage on your. You are responsible for your own baggage. Whether in this baggage there is there are sins or there are good deeds. So the act of someone walking away from Islam, or someone walking away from the deeds of Islam, or walking away from the uh, uh, support uh, uh, for Islam, or walking away from. Uh, excuse me for one second. This is important.
brothers auditors i sorry brothers and sisters i knew i had to take this message uh, because i i know no one is going to carry it on my behalf i had to take it uh, so this is the type of thing that here allah azawajal is putting again all of this in perspective it's exactly what you have done it's not what what you have not done see this ayah we use it we uh, quite often uh, a person will be charged only for for what he has done you will not be charged for what you have not done now i have to be careful here because uh, what you have done it applies for both the deeds to do and the deeds not to do so i have when you say oh how about uh, 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 not drinking uh, alcohol this is something you have not done no i have done i have done refraining from khamar i made say my say my work my 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 deeds include the positive response to allah azawajal and the response to the negative orders which means the 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 orders to do and the orders not to do something which i have which i stopped short of like this guy here which allah says look at the guy who stopped halfway he gave a little bit from his life from his time from his money from his wealth from his effort he gave some he gave some attention to this islam he read some quran he looked at this oh mashallah i want to become a muslim this is great he converted from whatever to, to Islam. And then after a while, say, oh, you know what? Enough is enough. I've done. Uh, I will just go back to where I am. I will relax. Uh, I had some friends. In fact, some some friends, which means I know them, uh, who have worked in the da'wah, and they have done a lot, a lot. And then at some point of time, they stopped short. So you know what? It has been too long. Can't continue. If you need me, come and talk to me later on. No, I don't need you. Allah, Azza, Allah Azza wa Jal, if he needs you, he will call you. But Allah doesn't need anyone. You need Allah. You need Islam. You need the da'wah. You need for your work, for your for your sake. You are not going to, uh, uh, to accumulate anything that you have not worked for. And then his sa'i, and this word sa'i is very much, very often used in Arabic for sa'i ala rizq. Sa'i means uh, 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 laboring, exerting your, uh, your work, your effort, your uh, strength in order to get your rizq, your wealth, to feed your children and your family. It's called sa'i. And here Allah Azzawajal is saying, even going to Jannah, going to Al-Yawm Al-Akhir, you have to make Sa'i. So Sa'i means you have your intention, you have your will, you have your efforts, and you do all of these, your intentions, your will, your efforts, uh, your brains, your minds, your thoughts. You gather it all together as one package and it moves you so that you get to the Day of Judgment uh, 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 with the Husna and you get the reward of the Husna from Allah Azza wa and here Allah says, That's exactly what you have, what you have earned, what you have worked for, what you have strived for. We will look in it. Look, 
even when I say because just few few seconds ago, Allah Azza wa Jalla says, "فلا تزكوا أنفسكم." Do not say, "Look, I have done all, and therefore I deserve this." No, no, don't do that. Here again says, "Look, أن سعيه سوف يرى." We will look into your sa'i. We will look into your deeds. We will look into your work. We will look into this effort, this package of yours that you have used and accumulated, so that you get here. We look into it. We will see. We will see. We will examine it. We will test it. We will uh, look at the details of it. We we'll look at everything behind it. It's like sometimes when you when you give me, let's say, I, I, I do research and I submit a paper to a, a journal, to a conference so that they can publish it. It's good. It's excellent. I think it is. I have done lots of experiments with it. Then the journal, the editor will say, look, I will look into it. We will look into it. I will give it to some referees to look into that and see. And we will, we will give you our conclusion. Our conclusion at some point will say, no, we, we cannot publish it in our... Sorry about that. It doesn't qualify. Or they will say, okay, it's good. It's accepted. But somebody has to look at it. Here Allah Azza wa says, وَأَنَّ سَعْيَهُ سَوْفَ يُرَى We'll see your sa'i. We'll look into it. ثُمَّ يُجْزَاهُ الْجَزَاءُ الْأَوْفَى And then, then you will be rewarded with absolute fairness. الْجَزَاءُ الْأَوْفَى means you will get whatever you deserve with the best of scales, like when you go and you buy some fruits from a grocery store, someone is weighing for you, let's say, two kilograms of uh, oranges or apples. So with this, with his scales, sometimes he, he wants to make sure that you are really getting what you deserve. So at the last, once everything is equal in, in the balance, he adds one more piece, just to make sure that you are getting beyond what you deserve, so that Nothing remains uh, 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 from your right, uh, from your what what you deserve in the in the scale of this uh, uh, merchant. So those merchants who are good merchants. Some other merchants they give you less than you deserve. Here Allah says, "I'll give you something more than you deserve, better than you deserve." بالحسنه ثم يجزاه الجزاء الأوفى. Allah will give you this absolute abundance of jaza. And this is ayah number 41, this according to the plan. And uh, 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 starting from ayah 42, hopefully next time I will, I'll stop right here and see if there are questions. We will take them. If there are no questions, go. Okay. Uh, do we have, uh, any, uh, we do have a question here, Sheikh. So this is based on naqli evidence, based on proof that Quran of Allah. Yes. The Quran is the book of Allah is based on qat'i proof. Qat'i. Qat'i is not naqli. The naql, naql means Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam comes and claims. He says, Look, this is from Allah Azza wa Jal. Okay, you are saying that. I don't know you. I have you don't have a signature. How do I know that it's from Allah Azza wa Jal? You are saying so. Until now, you are not even a prophet as far as I am concerned. You are not a messenger. You are coming and claiming you are a messenger. And what's your proof? That you are a messenger. Here is the proof, the Quran. Now he could have had a proof like Isa alayhi salam to raise uh, people from death, the dead from death. He could have had proof like Musa alayhi salam converting the stick to a snake to a live being. Uh, but here he says, no, uh, my proof is the Quran, which means you have to realize and understand and inculcate and the proof that indeed the Qur'an can only be a word from Allah and therefore it's an evidence 
for the one who is uh, bringing it. So it has to be with a proof of from the from the mind. The meaning of dhikr in the Quran, the word dhikr came in the in the uh, in two meanings. One is about the Quran. It says the the, the Quran like uh, We have revealed dhikr and we are going to protect it. And also it talks about the wahi in general. In general, telling Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, uh, uh, We provide you a dhikr so that you explain to the people. With the explanation uh, means explaining the Quran. So the uh, the wahi or the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is what explains the Quran. So a dhikr came to uh, uh, refer to the uh, entire revelation. Whatever Allah revealed is referred to as a dhikr, which is Islam at the end of the day. It's what Islam is. Okay, any more questions? At the end of the surah, will you do one last session? Uh, that's good, Brother Abdullah. Uh, a summary, yes. I will do a summary because it's a long surah. It's 62 ayat, very short, but long in terms of the I, the thoughts and the uh, abundance of knowledge and information. That's it. So, uh, yes, it uh, deserves uh, wrap it up, inshallah, in one yes. Jazakallah khair. Okay. Uh, if no more questions, we can uh, stop right here, brother. Okay. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. See you next time, inshallah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.